0: Hurt Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And we are professional comedians living in Hollywood,
1: watching wrestling, and doing comedy. It's great. If this was an Italian comedy podcast network, we'd be known as the Comedia del Podcast. It's true. We'd be wearing masks and nothing would be any different. Yeah, except we'd be crying and the face paint would be running. Uh,
0: everybody, you have to forgive me a little bit. I'm a little uh, in the weather. Yeah, I
1: think you're in the weather. You're yeah. not out of you know. i think not that's, under it.
0: No, you We're are all in under it. the weather. Yeah, the weather's the weather's high up there. Yeah, it's, it's not fair to say that I'm under it. I'm a tall fellow.
1: Yeah, you're you're in the crow's nest, really getting the brunt of some sort of storm in your nasal cavities. Yeah, uh,
0: I feel like I'm uh, scuba diving without any of the gear. Really?
1: Yes. I. You know what? The way when you the way you're looking at me right now, it feels like you've got two fish tanks instead of glasses on. Uh, well, I do. I have two fish tanks on set of glasses, because no. my
0: doctor told me, put them on.
1: Drink this. Drink You'll get this. sick.
0: Uh, that's not true. We're comedians. <laughs> we don't have <laughs> insurance. No, it's... You can't uh, the, go to doctors. Yeah, there's no
1: doctors for us. The truth of the matter is, it's all fallout from No Way Out. Uh, Mark had to go to Israel to mm-hmm. recuperate. Uh, you're sick. hmm I was late to the podcast today to record. Only I'm, four hours? Yeah, only four hours. Oh, closer to six, I think. I was, pretty, I was pretty wasted from No Way Out. Mm-hmm. And I believe Brett is still AWOL. Yeah. Like, I just see... I, all I have is the jacket he was
0: wearing, and it's torn. Well, that... And it's kind of like uh, the first Jackass movie where he's probably at a doctor right now, and, you know, Ryan Dunn had a toy car in his butt, but... Maybe it's another like, fish tank. I don't know. You have know. a Georgianna Animal in your butt. <laughs> uh... Well, yeah, Brett couldn't be here today, so he, he he's out. But it's just the two of us, so we're gonna have fun. But like you said, the truth of the matter, we gotta get down to the truth of what's going on because there's been a lot of uproar lately that Ken Doan, perhaps better known to the to the fans in wrestling as uh, Kenny Dykstra, he was a part of the Spirit Squad, has been talking. A lot of mess about John Cena.
1: I wouldn't say trash. He's almost like he's saying he's got an inside track, like he's almost trying to sell information to the tabloids. That's That's true. It it, it is like he's he's a reporter. He's letting everyone know what's going on. Yeah, it's not like a cheap attempt to try to remain relevant. It's really... Yeah, apparently, well, whatever he's doing, yeah. he's
0: happy with, and he doesn't need to come back. Like, he wanted to go back to WWE at some point, but now he's fine, so he doesn't have to. So now he can speak the truth. Yeah, birds and bridges. You know what's relevant? Scoops. Scoops are relevant. Did you say what's irrelevant or what's uh relevant Is it relevant or irrelevant? Uh, or is it irrelevant? Uh, I'm going to use a catchphrase and say, America, you
1: decide. That's right. America, you decide.
0: Well, I think we got to get Kenny on the phone. Like, he didn't want to come in. Yeah, but he won. He said he'll talk to us over the phone.
1: Okay, all right, I'll call him. I mean, I, what do you? It's kind of like we're talking to Deep Throat, uh, the news reporter person, not Linda not Lovelace, the se- not the sex one, not the se- yeah, not the sexy one. But if you that's like, the only one I know. Yeah. I assume you know Deep Throat, unless you hey, think sexy. conspiracies in Washington, uh, dirty laundry, is sexy, which it kind of is, which it it kind is it. Yeah, yeah. I think Jesse Ventura can deep throat anything. <laughs> I'm Dylan. <dialing. laughs> <All laughs> right. Thanks for
2: that.
1: Yeah. Hey. Uh, Hello, uh, Kenny? Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Hey, this is uh, Stephen Scott from Curtain Jerks.
0: Oh, okay then,
1: all right. Yeah, Uh a relevant news organization from uh, one reporter to another. Irrelevant? What? You guys are irrelevant? No, uh, did I... What are you saying? No, we're relevant. Okay, all right. Yeah, we just... Kenny, I just want to make sure that you know that we're relevant and we think that your scoops are relevant. So we just wanted to hear a little well, bit hey, more. Well, it's more... the truth. It's the truth, okay? Yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting. You were saying that— kind of you... interesting. It's very interesting. I'm sorry. It's, it's the most interesting thing that's going on right now. You know, now I can see why you're sort of grabbing for these straws to sort of stick around.
0: Straws? I can drink straight from the cup, buddy.
1: That's <laughs> very grown up of you. I understand that you had a couple scoops on Cena, you John were saying John
0: Cena has had sex.
1: Uh huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah, that's I uh, I you know I don't doubt it. I think that's I think that's actually very true. Oh, truthful. good, cuz it's the truth. John Cena has had six. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, thank you. That's a great scoop. I actually I wouldn't I'm not surprised, I think. He's procreated. Yeah, he's he was married for a while and he got oh, he's yeah. getting divorced. You have I thought you had some relevant uh scoops on that based on the news items I've seen oh, recently. Oh, yeah,
0: you know. You know Mickey James? Huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. You mentioned Mickey James in one of your w- I guess you're breaking all of this news via Twitter, correct? These are from tweets?
0: Uh yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know, newspapers is dead, so it's tweets. Alright,
1: alright. Let right. me
0: tell you something. Mickey James and John Cena they rode in a cab together. What? What? Yep. They rode in a cab together.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a perfectly reasonable thing to do. Is it? The man's married and she's a woman. So what is they supposed to do, just completely avoid each other, male and females, if they're not married to each other? You fly on your own plane. I don't have a plane.
0: You fly on your own oh, plane. Oh, if
1: I was John Cena, I would fly on my yeah, own plane. Yeah, you fly
0: on your own plane. You don't get in a cab with a lady. All right, okay, that's, that's
1: a pretty pedestrian scoop, now that I think about it.
0: Pedestrian? Pedestrian? I wait for the light to go green, and then I walk it.
1: Yeah, that's what...
0: I, you know what else? I'll tell you something else. Great Khali?
1: Yeah, okay, this is good. I like Great Kali. He doesn't have a license. What?
0: He doesn't have a license to drive.
1: Okay, I am not surprised. I mean it's he could he's probably got a drive. Well you know
0: what he does? He rents a car with a DVD player in it and a screen? He drives illegally while watching license to drive.
1: Whoa. He's a
0: huge fan of the Corey's quick holly. That's
1: <laughs> that's actually that actually I find incredibly fascinating. Well of
0: course you do, it's true.
1: But that's like looking at a mirror that's positioned at a mirror. He's watching license to drive on dvd while he doesn't have a license to drive no he does not jeez wow that is deep that is really deep uh that being said how would he rent that car if he doesn't have a license
0: uh he's big he's a big guy
1: Uh, is that another scoop
0: uh yeah he's really big have you ever seen him on tv yeah He's he's two feet taller than that what he's on his knees
1: He's not on his knees.
0: Why do you think he walks so weird? He's (laughs) on his knees. you
1: tell me they bind his legs, but Kali is actually two feet taller than... No, he does it himself. He binds his own legs. He doesn't
0: have a team of binders.
1: (laughs) You're laughing at me. You think these are not true? These are incredible scoops. I feel like I'm at Ripley's Believe It or Not. I'll drop one more on you. This, uh, Kenny, it uh, looks like we're running out of time. This is going to be; it'll uh, have to be the last one. Shane and it McMahon, better be good. Uh, it, it better was, be good. Oh, it's
0: a McMahon scoop. Okay, ready? all
1: right, yeah. We'd we like to hear about the McMahon. Shane McMahon? Shane McMahon, I haven't seen him in a while. I understand he's working in China. Of course he's, you haven't. he's a mysterious guy now. Of course now. you have You know why? Why?
0: Because Shane McMahon is Stephanie McMahon. What? That's right. You never see him at the same time.
1: Never. Well, I think I've seen both of them in the same time at uh, WrestleMania 2000. Yeah, but
0: yeah, you've seen uh, like uh, 80 sitcoms with a split screen where they do the uh, the mirror image. Yeah, that's what that is.
1: They were wearing different that's clothes. What
0: that is what Triple H is having sex with uh, uh, Shane.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much for joining You're welcome. us. <laughs> Oh my, Scott! You were a guest. You were a guest. I couldn't believe. Time. I couldn't believe that we got that many scoops. I did. You, I hope you wrote them down. I can't. I'm having trouble remembering. Oh,
0: them. if only we wrote it down, perhaps digitally. If there
1: was some way that we had recorded all uh, these great scoops. Damn it! It's all
0: gone. Hey, if you heard this, uh, please send us a letter of everything that was scooped.
1: Yeah, yeah. Send them in your jerk tweets, if anything that you want to hear more about. (laughs) Uh, Steve, I should
0: mention that today's podcast is brought to all of us by Audible.com.
1: Ah, I like the sound of that. Yeah. I guess
0: other people should like the sound of that, too. They should. You can get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com backslash network. There are over a hundred thousand titles to choose from for your iPhone,
1: Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. I noticed that you've got your uh, your flat screen monitor open from the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any way to check? Do you have? Do they have some classic authors like Kurt Vonnegut or your uh, Hunter S. Thompsons.
0: Oh yeah, they they have the book where they battle each other.
1: Oh, that's my favorite Vonnegut versus Thompson. Uh huh. Well, oh. they
0: just do battle raps.
1: <laughs> the best part about it is that they're written. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh
0: but yeah get get your free audiobook uh, download and uh go on there and uh, enjoy a- educate yourself. A- educate yourself. Stop be- watching wrestling for a second. Yeah. yeah, educate yourself. Then come back to the podcast. Please yeah, come back, please come back to the Just podcast. Come back here. Be a smarter Mark. That's yeah. that's what
1: the tagline should be.
0: Smarter. A smarter Mark. Uh well there's so much other stuff and amongst your audiobooks uh that you're enjoying and amongst wrestling that you're enjoying well, this seems to be a
1: big year for wrestlers in movies. Uh, this is exciting. Most of the time, when you hear a wrestler in movie, you kind of you kind of groan because you think it's gonna be like, oh man, another you know. Uh, uh, some might say, oh, no, another wrong side of town. Not me. No, that's true. You I it. love it. I, I should point out, Batista did have an awesome fucking knife fight in that movie. He did. You don't see a lot of cool knife fights, but that was Especially a cool Especially from
0: a fight. 300-pound guy. No, he was <laughs> agile, a limb breaker.
1: Agile like a cat if that cat had a steak knife taped to one of its feet. Exactly. Yeah. I think that was the tagline in the movie. I'm pretty sure it was. It was the subtitle, actually. But, you know, when you well, hear about wrestlers in movies, I think the first thing I think of is... Uh, Suburban Commando or the Nanny, yeah, or like it's it, Mr. Nanny, Mr. Nanny. Excuse me, uh, <laughs> please. Nanny was Mr. Nanny was my father. <laughs> call me Nanny. Uh, well, this year
0: has a lot of uh, interesting things. It was are you you more, reported do
1: you, recently that do you think you're more hopeful for the movies that are coming out. Yeah, it's like it seems like it's a better lineup, and now it's. I think I read today. Piper has got a movie where he's playing an alien hunting priest. That makes sense. I like the sound of it. Just put them together. Sounds awesome. Well, uh, Kevin Nash is in Rock of Ages, a movie
0: that I did not care to see at all. But Kevin Nash apparently sings in it. You would probably, now would you see Rock of Ages? I am curious now. Rental or movies? Uh, I may go.
1: Yeah, I may go. I'd like to see Kevin Nash on the big screen singing in front of Tom Cruise or whatever happens. Well, imagine it's Kevin Nash from the 80s in full uh, metalhead gear. What if it was that? That'd be really sweet. I think that's probably what it is. But how exciting
0: for him. He's in a movie with Tom Cruise and Paul Giamatti. So there's that. There's Pope D'Angelo De Niro is in The Dark Knight Rises. Well, hold on.
1: Before we get to D'Angelo, I guess you could say Kevin Nash has probably got the best track record in terms of those movies. He was He's also, a good uh, uh, scene stealer. Yeah, he was in Longest, Longest Yard, Yard. Uh, Punisher, mm-hmm. like the bad- He's got re- great scenes in it. Yeah, like he, wherever he's, whenever he's in it, he's either funny or he's sort of menacing. He does pretty well. Yeah. You but, know what? Maybe he is that smart. <laughs> <laughs> he's also in Grandma's Boy. Uh, that's right. He's one of the movers at the beginning. Yep. He kicks ass. He's great. Uh,
0: but now, to on to this somebody, is my voice. Like, this is how excited
1: uh, I am. Somebody else gets a chance. Pope D'Angelo De Niro is in The Dark Knight Rises. You've been telling me this for months. And I saw I've, a still. I haven't seen any stills. Uh, well, I, I you believe you, but I want to like you know I what? imagine him. He's the he's is he the new Alfred?
0: Uh, yep. Yep. Pope D'Angelo De Niro is the new Alfred. Like man, come on, just take a hundred dollar bill, get on out there, and kiss that Rachel.
1: Oh, she's dead. Mr. Alfred. Mr. Alfred, what? Who's this new guy in here? Wait. Oh, wait. Was that Alfred talking to... Uh, yeah, he got hit in the head. Alfred? Hey, Bane's fucking people up left and right. That's Dark true. Rises. I think Michael Caine got hit in the head. Pope DiAngelo De Niro came in. Well, that's... I that's saw a trailer brain. with Bruce Wayne with a cane.
0: <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not oh, making this up. I thought you meant Bruce Willis because I'm like, yeah, you got G.I. Joe retaliation with... Bruce Willis in The Rock.
1: Yeah, that that's a, a delayed six months. So they sure,
0: can do the but that's gonna add
1: more Channing Tatum.
0: Miz is shooting Marine Three.
1: What do you, what do you think about that? What Not awesome.
0: <laughs> Not looking forward to that. Although I haven't watched any of the Marine movies, I think we should have a Marine-a-thon.
1: I think I. I would punish myself enough to do that. Uh, I would also like to add uh, Kennedy's, uh, Mr. Anderson's Behind Enemy Lines 2, just for the hell of it. It's not 2. It's like 3 or 4. Oh, who's in 2? Dibiase's in 2,
0: right? No, that's Marine 2. What? <laughs> See how confusing <laughs> it is, fans? Uh, so, well, well, it's well, exciting. Let's say what you meant. It's exciting. So, you, have, you now have uh, so many more wrestlers and movies, but this brings me to, You're it like, is confirmed that mike
1: tyson is in wwe 13 excellent good news is it i was actually i saw the screenshot for this and i was like does he have one move which is punching someone just to ko uh, probably you think so and a chic like a camel clutch
0: uh that he uses on robin Givens.
1: oh that's terrible
0: yeah but it's relevant
1: can uh, we go back and we step back just for a second all right where well, you got to step back uh, what movie would you want to see miz in that you would be excited about uh, it could be a remake or it could be like what kind of what kind of movie do you think he would problem be awesome child as a the remake Manny of or as, as the problem child Uh like a remake of
0: Problem Child where
1: he's like a big bully
0: Oh they, to the kid like, and then he gets his come up and
1: Oh when they drop an aquarium on him or something Yeah or hits hits nuts on, with like something said, I got fish tank on the brain today I don't know you what's do. going Stop going to sushi every day for lunch Sorry it's the mercury uh, and then all right I like Problem Child that's pretty good What out what of would all you do? the movies uh I Problem Child was pretty good. But when you said Problem Child, I immediately thought of him as the bratty kid. But I didn't want to see him get his come up. He's a open. little old. <laughs> you know what? I think a uh, uh, slasher film as him playing the jock. Oh, okay. So
0: he's got the letterman's jacket and yeah. then he gets to have a scene with the topless gal. Yeah, but then he's, or, you know. his head gets cut off.
1: Yeah, and I think him getting his head cut off has got to be from some creature that's got like a scythe for a hand. And so when he gets cut off, it's a... Uh, it's the top of his mouth, and all that's left is his j- bottom jaw, and his Ooh. tongue is wagging. Yeah, he's And then still he's talking. trying to say no. Oh, I thought I yeah, was oh, 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 to oh, say oh, awesome. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh well, if anybody makes that movie, I don't want credit. I just want it to be cool, okay, guys? So really make an effort. So much for that. Uh,
0: it is time for some jerk tweets. All right, I'm excited. All right. We have a, we have a new uh, jerk tweeterer. Um, of course, every week, go to twitter.com backslash curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. Now I I tweeted this person back asking how you pronounce this name because this is a very unusual name so I apologize in uh, advance.
1: I got air on the side of of modesty. I will go
0: modest. Anil Sanger. All right. Because I'm not gonna say anal Sanger. I think it's Anil. Oh, it could be Anil. Well, at Anil Sanger says. Loving you from London, England. Oh, that's very nice.
1: Oh, thank you. Uh, across the pond, as you guys say. Or as we say. Hey. Hey, don't throw rocks at me. Yeah, don't throw rocks at me. You limey tea-sucking. <laughs> oh. Yeah, don't do Oh, that. yeah,
0: well, it's a new fan and yeah. you just called them a limey. And a tea-sucker.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. They do it everywhere. Our way. apologies. Sometimes we get a little carried away when we talk about people throwing rocks at us. <laughs> Scott and I were both went to a camp together and we were trapped in a small, uh, small schooner in yeah. the middle of that pond, and they threw rocks at us. That's what the movie Jacob the Liar was based off of. Yeah, and Jacob's Ladder. Yes. Uh, two different remakes, two different two people Two Jacob movies. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, Anil asks, uh, what do you think of this new Big Show gimmick? I kind of like it. This is the evil,
1: uh, big sort of corporate Big He's Show? He's not an entertainer. No, he certainly isn't. No, he finds nothing funny. I he doesn't like anything. Actually, I like that he dislikes things funny that are funny so much that he beats the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody sees, I want to see
0: him smash a, a warehouse full of uh, unsold knucklehead DVDs. Oh, just
1: like a... Not like, funny! Just each Not one, funny! one after another, break them in half. I think it's, there's something really cool about if people are enjoying themselves and he sort of comes in and he stomps all over their fun. You know, I think that's, that's what he's doing. But it always is somebody who doing something funny. Like, if people are laughing, and it's pretty rare to have people laughing, I think, on Raw, especially for any sort of sketch or something.
0: Uh, Yeah, because there's a lot of groans.
1: Yeah, where was he during the Three Stooges bit from a couple months ago? Uh, Hopefully it was at catering. Yeah. Boken up. Or maybe just one punch that could go across all three. (laughs) Or through. (laughs) (laughs) And then they'd be stuck on his arm. Uh, I
0: I enjoy Big Show's new thing. It's honest. That's why I like it. I know everybody's complaining, like, oh, he's repackaged again. He's got another push. It's honest. honest. He's saying McMahon said you have to connect with people, but he's done with all that, and now he just wants to go out there and just be a giant.
1: You think that's sort of from that CM Punk sort of going off the cuff? Like, I guess the first time I'd ever seen it was Heyman at One Night Stand doing that shoot on everybody from SmackDown on Triple H and, uh, and JBL. I, feel I like, think that's what works. If yeah. you can sooner go if you can Does meld, he really feel that you can meld the fantasy with the yeah. industry. I think that's it's I'm I get worried cuz I'm like, man, he's really getting in the face of Vince McMahon and he's just saying what he feels. It's like it's great. It's good to have. Steve. The-
0: he has an ironclad contract. Nothing know, can happen to the Big Show. He's
1: okay. I just get worried. I, I get worried about the bad guys. He already lost his job, Steve. He's, he's going to be okay. Is he going to be okay? Yeah. All right. I mean, now the other thing is, I'm afraid that some new guy's going to be like, "Yeah, CM Punk did it. Paul Heyman did it. Big Show did it." And then he's just going to go out to the ring and be like, "Hey, Vince McMahon, go fuck yourself." Titus O'Neil, what are you doing? And <laughs> then just silence.
0: Yeah. Everybody can go fuck yourself, huh? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been
1: dropping pipe bobs all over. Go fuck yourself.
0: Darren Young just runs away like, I don't know. I'm no, sorry. I I don't,
1: don't, I'm, I claim I'm attached nothing. to him only by tag team. Don't let him drag me down too.
0: Well, uh, that brings us to at made underscore 909 says, because maybe this is one of these new guys that are that are coming in and stealing spots. Who would have a more successful run in WWE? Bobby Roode or AJ Styles?
1: You want to Let's say our answers at the same time. Okay. On the count of three. One, One, two, three. three. AJ Styles. Re- oh! oh. Uh, Let's give our explanations at the same time. <laughs> no, that'll be a <laughs> muddled mess. That'll be like a Laurinaitis saying anything. Which, uh, where, where, would, where would you put AJ Styles? Where do you think he would end up? Uh, wrestling. I think, he'd, I think he'd be a wrestler you wrestling. Want, you don't want him in like concessions or something selling pretzels? No, I don't care for it. I don't think he's a good enough uh, talker for that. I don't think he can move product like that. And also, if you're in a different arena, you're selling different kinds of hot dogs. You don't know what's going to go on them. Hey, you
0: want a George dog? Yeah, how much cinnamon should I put on this hot dog? Cinnamon. <laughs> He's mixing up at his pretzels, this. yeah. No, I I think he has the more all um, oh, pretzels. No,
1: impressal. <laughs> it's in. A, he's an impressal pretzel.
0: He has a more impressive uh, move set and uh, is capable of doing more in the ring. Bobby Roode's very solid at what he does, but I think if you're gonna end up showcasing a guy who is more spectacular to watch,
1: or it's phenomenal, gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be AJ. I think you're right, but I always um, uh, he's he's a uh, kind of on the smaller side, isn't he? Uh, well,
0: Rude is shorter than him, is he? Yeah, no, really. And that hair's gone. He got Samson and
1: Delilah. Yeah, geez, how did he lose eight inches off of his boots? Well, he cut all that hair. That it AJ was... Styles is not taller than Bobby Rude. Really? Yeah, he is. I'm trying to think. When have they been face to face?
0: Uh, when they fight each other in the ring. <laughs> Uh, I
1: don't know, Scott. Maybe they're wearing blindfolds. Do you have any reason why Bobby Roode's going to be more successful, Steve? I thought he was going to be a taller, stronger kind of power guy. I thought oh. he was sort of—I thought he was solid, and I figured he would. Uh, I don't know. I guess they have a little bit more time to work in matches. I guess. Oh, boy! It's- because at every time when we watch Impact, it seems like oh, they're on television and they have to cut through like pay-per-view quality matches—a at, at breakneck speed, breakneck speed—in order oh, f- to get a uh, fully and Flair doing a hardcore match in eight minutes. You True. know, it's like wow, that was. Brief and gory <laughs> <laughs> Those old men are
0: bleeding Yeah uh, And uh, the final jerk tweet we have for today uh, And I love this one I think it's great At Jacko15021976 Asks If the WWE films were to do a movie about curtain jerks Which wrestlers would you like to
1: have portray you? We should probably cast each other Because that way we won't Oh well alright Well I had my answer all ready to go Well I guess I didn't have my answer ready And I didn't want to be Uh The Rock no. <laughs> Yeah, so you think, buddy? I don't know. I I like CM Punk a lot, but maybe I'm not that. Uh, no, you I'm do, not that silver tongue. You, you uh, you're not clean. No, it's true. I rife with disease and drugs. Yeah, and I I'm literally drinking scotch as we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. Um. All
0: right, then cast me. Well, because we'll pick this up again. We'll do this one again when Brett's here. But this will get us started. We'll get us brainstorming. Hmm. So,
1: y- oh, I know I'd cast you.
0: Uh, I would cast Christian. Oh, all right. I'll take that. You know who I'd cast Steve Sears as, everyone? Uh, This is going to be good. Rob Conway.
1: Who is Rob Conway? You don't know
0: who Rob Conway is? Yes, I don't know. All
1: the fans at home are laughing their asses off. No, this is great. Tweet us pictures of Rob Conway, and I will tweet a similar picture of me doing the same facial expression. You would love his theme
0: song. How's it go? Just look at me. That's it? Yeah, he just keeps <laughs> talking about, like, you got to look at him. I was actually doing the musical breaks in between, but it's very slow, and talks about, uh, just the thing to see, will you
1: just look at me? Oh, wait, this is getting, this is coming back to me. I used to hum this, I did, my father used to hum this to me <laughs> when I was going to bed. Yeah, your father, Rob Conway yeah, my, Sears. my dad, Rob Conway Sears. Uh, yeah, so, again, send us your jerk oh, tweets. Oh, but also, everywhere. uh, Brett and Mark. Uh, what about him? Uh, should we cast them? Oh, okay. We should cast them, and then it's going to be great to hear. Men what they on have a said. mission. That's perfect. Men on a mission. Yeah, Brett and Mark are men on a mission. I would say Titus O'Neil and Darren Young. <laughs> Either way, we're right on. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty spot on.
0: So again, uh, send us your jerk tweets. Hashtag jerk tweets every week, and we'll read them on the air, and we have a lot of fun with that. Speaking, even, you
1: don't think Rick rude? You don't think if I grew my hair out and grew a Freddie Mercury mustache, looked like?
0: You got like strong man grandpa
1: upper torso. It's true. Rick Root is chiseled. That's right. I've got You've the got like strong man. I've George got the with Italian like, like potatoes and, the, yeah. and sides of beef. I've got bent barrel chest. It's true.
0: Yeah. If, if listeners, if you want to see pictures of this, then maybe you can be a VIP member and Steve will send you start sending you exclusive pics. As soon as I've I seen figure, a couple of websites like that.
1: Yeah. As soon as I figure
0: out how our VIP section works. Uh. Well. Uh. Let's see here. We also recently you you guys had watched uh, uh No Way Out. This is true. And you saw it at I O West, which is a comedy theater here in Los Angeles, and you and Brett saw it. Brett came in a little bit late, uh, but uh, tell me a little bit about that, because they started showing, uh, was it Over the Limit last month? Yeah,
1: Over the Limit, they started about a month ago, and then No Way Out did uh, this last Sunday, and it's mm-hmm. essentially, it's a bar, it's a comedy theater. It's mm-hmm. pretty big in Los Angeles. So we perform there sometimes. Scott, you and I, do true. you remember? True, true. I do. Yeah, this is true. Um, and... I was kind of excited. Like, I like going to pay-per-views at people's houses. That's really fun. I mean, right. the whole idea of getting to chat with people is really cool. But this was sort of your chance to almost – it's almost that equivalent of a live show in the fact that you're with a live audience. Okay. So you're when you're more – with you're more than, say, ten people, suddenly it takes on that different feel. People are sharing. This is people, probably that closed-circuit TV feel back in the day. Yeah. You know, they used to show horror films in Africa. Uh, a, a guy would travel with a TV and a VCR – and they would just, when uh, VHS came out, like, I got, that was the traveling road Oh, trail. I thought it was about HIV or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's another issue. That's a horror <laughs>
0: movie that they show in Africa. Like, hey, everybody, cut it out. <laughs> Don't share spoons.
1: <laughs> oh, so that is not how that works. No? no? I've never been. Here, look, I'll show you this chart once we're done. All I'll right. I'll explain how HIV is Ah, the
0: food pyramid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It should be upside down. Um, but it was it was cool to be in a big group of people and having people tell jokes as if you were as if you were there live. We also, uh, I went to it in a movie theater. Also, I went. To you did. To watch you it, talked a TNA about that a previous
0: episode of the was Bound for Glory, I think. That uh, was funny because in a movie theater,
1: people are sort of like hesitant at first to make noise because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this is a movie theater. I've got to be very quiet. The feature started. Because we were in a bar, probably not at Magic Johnson theaters. No, probably not. That's where I, that's where they should show it. Mm-hmm. Then you can have people that are actually going to respond and have a good time. That's right. But this one was uh, the auditorium so close to the bar. You're in the auditorium. People were like, I watched the first two matches in the auditorium, like on the big screen, mm-hmm. and then I wanted to go out to the bar and have a beer. And that was actually I kind of preferred. You're sitting at a bar countertop. You're surrounded by people. who can actually talk, and then you got. I understand look what, who wants see him punk castes himself Oh, uh, yeah, hey, it'd be a it would be a great challenge for him as an actor, uh-huh but it's if <laughs> you couldn't I can keep up with your lifestyle, no, it's I can't keep up with my lifestyle. No, you can't.
0: So uh, you guys recorded right after watching it, and we're going to play uh that now of your guys' thoughts and, and, and feelings, yeah, I guess you could say our feelings or our thoughts. Yeah, because I didn't see no way out, but you guys are gonna give it a rundown. Yeah,
1: here is an extensive rundown of the entire pay per view <laughs> card, which is something that we swore we would never do on this show. Well, hey, but Brett, Brett, and
0: you wanted to give it a shot, so here it is. Yeah, this is listeners. our attempt
1: at doing a review show. This is uh, this is a good solid couple of minutes of us talking, and hopefully, uh, yeah. Why don't we send it over to Stephen uh, Brett? All right, Steve and Brett, here you go. <laughs> Thanks, Scott and Steve. Now Brett and Steve will take over and give you a nice rundown of the No Way Out pay-per-view.
2: Thanks, Scott. Hope you're doing well.
1: So, first up, <laughs> <laughs> and the YouTube pre-tube match, I would like to call it the pre-tube match. It was on YouTube, Pre-tube, right? yeah. Yeah, it's pre-tube. You got Brodus Clay defeating David Otunga. I didn't see it. Brett, did you see I it? I didn't
2: see it. No, I was working.
1: Yeah, so, so it, was a, it was a pre-match uh, I didn't watch. Apparently, Brodus Clay was okay because he shows up later. Uh, countout. It says he won by countout. Oh, wow. God, that's kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if you'd watch the match,
2: it'd be really exciting. Right, guys? <laughs> but the first match of the night at No Way Out was Sheamus defeating Zolf Ziggler. And my prediction came true, because I said Dolph Ziggler had no shot at winning this.
1: This is true. This is true. But they did open up with a World Heavyweight Championship match,
2: which, you know, uh, makes me feel uncomfortable. They like to do that a lot lately. It's a bit of a swerve. It's a slap in the face to uh, the belt.
1: Now, Brett, I understand you didn't see this match. I did. I liked this match a lot. Starts with Ziggler trying to get a kiss from Vicky Guerrero for luck. Just Mm -hmm. like the beginning of WrestleMania. And the whole time, everybody in the audience is going, Oh, man, Sheamus is going to brogue kick him. Sheamus is going to brogue kick him. And he goes for the brogue kick.
2: Ziggler avoids.
1: And then you get got an excellent match.
2: Oh, well, I I knew it was going to be an excellent match. And I know Ziggler is a badass. And he deserves to be in the main event hunt all the time. But, yeah, he had no shot at winning this match.
1: I think it, it seems like, from your point of view, he has no point... Uh, he has no chance now at this point yeah, in time. Yeah, but yeah, you definitely. think that he's going to be
2: a main contender? I would hope. I it. would hope. I mean, he's he's a young Ric Flair, if you ask me. I mean, I think the guy's awesome. And he should be in the the title hunt all the time. But, they, I mean, him just getting thrown in half-assed just because Del Rio got hurt, was he had no shot. But. Well,
1: I think he was a good replacement. Have you heard of this term, a butt cape?
2: I have not, no.
1: This is what I hear people are calling his t-shirt when he wears it uh, in, out of his waist like that. People call it a butt cape.
2: Huh, interesting. What would people do? You remember when Morrison used to wear his belts tucked into the front of his pants? Oh, I always thought that was just
1: a. Uh, what would I, you call that? I guess I'd call that some sort of metal phallus. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I always, I know that always seemed like it was kind of like a uh, the robes of a mm-hmm. uh, of a kung fu master. Yeah. Well, if you uh, and if there was one guy wearing both tag belts, then it'd be like, well, you need to have it go around the back, and you just you didn't know how to put the belt on. You just had to tie it, <laughs> and it was too long. Uh, next was Santino morella and Ricardo Rodriguez in a tuxedo match
2: well i, I see I didn't see this one either well let me, let me let yeah, yeah. let me set the tone for you, Brett I imagine it was boring as hell. No
1: no, no, it was fantastic. It was like having two James Bonds show up at the arena, both wearing tuxedos. It was like uh Roger Moore versus uh Timothy Dalton.
2: Oh, excellent.
1: yeah now guess who do you who which who do you think was who Roger Moore? Uh, that was uh, Santino. That was Santino. Okay. And I'm a big Timothy Dalton fan, so I mean, Ricardo Rodriguez kicked ass also. It starts with them tearing each other's tuxedos, mm-hmm. and then uh, the best part is after Ricardo Rodriguez takes away uh, Santino's um, cobra sock, co- cobra sock uh, he pulls off Santino's pants and one of his shoes, and it turns out he's got, a, he's got an actual cobra sock as a sock, and then he wins by kicking Ricardo Rodriguez in the face.
2: I think I probably wouldn't have liked this match as you know, much as I.
1: I had a feeling you wouldn't like yeah. this. I like this. A lot. I would have. Li- I like this for both of us. How about that? I'll, okay. I'll take. I'll take the bullet on that. I'll one. give it to you. I'll give it to when you. When did you actually? Did you see this pay per view? When did you arrive? I
2: got in at match four, uh, with the big tag team fatal four way, which uh, I loved. But I don't want you to jump over Christian uh, defeating Cody Rhodes.
1: This is a solid match. I enjoyed it a lot. Cody Rhodes. Uh, Doing great work. So was Christian. I, like, it's sort of rough when matches are so cool, like, I don't, like, it mm-hmm. was it was solid all the way through. I wish something terrible had happened just for the sake so that I could have said something interesting about it. Was it was a, so good, I have nothing interesting to say
2: about was it. Was this a clean match? Yeah, did, all did, the way through. Like, uh, Cody took a pin? Yeah. Wow. It was, yeah, it was, like, it was very by the numbers. I mean, I guess... I think in
1: the next couple of days, a lot of people are going to be talking about the Sheamus-Ziggler match for the being botches all over the place. Yeah. I don't mind about that stuff. It didn't. It wasn't as bad as I think people would, would think because you got Dolph Ziggler jumping around the place like a Mexican jumping bean and Sheamus being this giant albino locomotive.
2: Well, it looks yeah. like Cody Rhodes is officially out of the Intercontinental Championship. Off to bigger
1: and better things, yeah. eh, Brett? Well, I
2: hope so. I hope so. But here's where it gets interesting. This
1: is when Brett arrived, so this is when the pay-per-view actually got interesting. To me,
2: this is exactly where it began. Because, I'm, I, as everybody knows, I've been going on record for the entire time we've been doing this podcast. This is true. This to is to say true. that this tag team wrestling that was missing nowadays, they had the people to do it as long as they were actually focused on making some tag teams and now we got some four pretty good tag teams. but the core
1: element for for what you're saying was that these guys need to dress the same yeah
2: they need to wear matching gear and now we had we got this great four tag team match everybody in matching gear to their partner it looked like the old days it was reminiscent of some Hardy Boys Dudley Boys type Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Uh, it you had a was... bunch of
1: guys who shopped at the same place. Yeah you had a no, bunch of I... place
2: people shopped at the same store. And this this match was fantastic. I loved it. A lot. Of, I I like to think a lot of paychecks. This is a good pay per view to get a lot of paychecks is, out is. there. This was uh, an early Christmas by McMahon. I no. don't know if there's a house cleaning coming mm-hmm. up, but he sort of gave everybody uh, on the roster an opportunity to make an appearance at this pay per view. There was a
1: lot of people at this pay per view. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Uh, at this point, Layla defeated Beth Phoenix. I didn't. See, I don't know if I saw this match. I went
2: to get a cheeseburger. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Was this a good match? Brett, tell me about this match. It actually was pretty good, although Beth Phoenix really worked hard to make Layla look strong in this match. I don't think Layla's bad, but she botched quite a bit of stuff. And, like, I mean, the really bad Trish Stratus type stuff where the you're... Your,
1: where you're in love with her, but when she makes mistakes, you forgive her?
2: Uh, yes, that. Uh, or that the mistakes or the help that's needed, you're... Uh, wrestling partner is actually the one that has to correct them for you. Uh, Layla was trying to do, uh, actually, because Daniel Bryan did this perfectly later, where you do the thing where you got somebody in a headlock and you run up the ring ropes to, like, do a flipper. She couldn't get that move right, so Beth had to literally just keep... You know, jostling her and not letting her fall till she could finally get her feet on the rope. She had to get her footing
1: She was doing a decimating power move and she needed to get up under that top rope I think there's a lot of sweat in that ring Perhaps, Brett, she had slippery boots I, And I knew I said boots I, I, said I boots. made a
2: prediction uh, to myself uh, before this match started that uh, because Layla's new ring gear is designed to have the same colors of the Divas Championship belt I knew she wasn't going to lose it
1: Oh, uh, how much money did you make?
2: Uh, I, I gave myself $5.
1: That's a good bet. That's yeah, a, you yeah. know, that's a very sound bet to make.
2: I it think. was. It was sound.
1: Yeah. Uh, coming up next was Sin Cara defeating Hunico. Uh, this was an unfair match because H- Hunico had emotional support by the other guy who came out of the ring, and Sin Cara came out alone uh yeah. sin fr- sin amigos i guess you could say <laughs>
2: uh the mood lighting again uh in this match came right after a uh, a nice little backstage segment with Kane and AJ making out uh, this is true this yeah. is true and then you go into that mood lighting of Sin Cara's matches and it just everything sort of lined up that that should have been sexier than it was
1: you know i i hope that when people find each other and they care about each other that size isn't an issue, especially if one person is eight feet tall and the other person is three feet tall. Right, right, I just right. don't want anybody to get hurt, you know? Yeah. And so I hope that a romantic lighting could uh, – can. suddenly you can close your eyes and you don't have to think about the freakish physical differences <laughs> that people might have. Yeah,
2: I, I agree. And the mask, you know? Uh,
1: coming up next is what I think we both agree should have been the main event of the game. Oh,
2: definitely. By far.
1: This is uh, CM Punk defeating Kane and Daniel Bryan in the uh, Don't Say Three-Way, Don't Say Three-Way, Don't Say Three-Way, uh,
2: Don't Say Three-Way. Triple threat threat match, yes, the triple threat match. Uh, Yeah, that greatest match on the card. I mean, really, the the only other one that I saw that was even close was the tag match. I thought there were some really nice spots that actually Punk, Kane, and Daniel Bryan repeated. That they did in the in the tag team four way, yeah, yeah. Uh, that. But still, great. I mean, all these guys were fantastic, and Kane looked really strong with these two little guys too. You I know think it I mean? was
1: it was cool for him to seem so uh, uh, agile, agile it, you know, to yeah. to be able to match up with them, and mm-hmm. also,
2: but to still be the imposing power figure.
1: It, it it played well. It played real. It played well. I guess it you could say.
2: Well. And as I'm looking at the and CM Punk ended up winning that with a little uh, AJ interference again. Uh, setting up whatever, I don't know, whatever storyline. I didn't even know she was the out future.
1: there until she got knocked out. I, I, mean, I
2: think she was late for her cue, to be quite honest. That's, that's yeah.
1: why when she ran out, she had such a look of terror on her right, face. Right, right.
2: Yeah. But uh, no championship changed, hands. I'm seeing. Uh, uh, no,
1: not not at all. Actually, the one championship that you guess I guess you could say got changed tonight was two more jobbers fell to the... Yeah, Terminator from the future. And I Ryback. really
2: thought Dan Delaney and Rob Grimes had they a, had a shot. shot. They had yeah. a real shot. Well, for one, the one guy, I think it was Dan Delaney, was actually, uh, looked like he'd been in a gym before, which was a little bit This of a change. That was a bit of a first, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I I have to admit they are are they trying to sound bad when they give those guys mics because they sound like they sound like high school English teachers yeah that having to horrible. like speak to the auditorium and they don't want to be there
2: I almost think that McMahon purposefully let them uh, you know how they pur- pur- purposefully let them out there to fail by leaving that music going longer and longer like. Whoever the, the sound technician was that was supposed to switch over to Ryback's music. He was like, no, no, no,
1: no. You let him go.
2: Yeah, you let yeah, them see. We'll see what it. they'll come up they'll with. They'll get it. Yeah. They'll harmonize. Uh, yeah, they needed to be put out of their misery way early. So well, you'd... each
1: time they give them a mic, and it's yeah. like these guys, their voices don't match their bodies, or what, mm-hmm. anything like that. And then it's like they didn't have anything cool to say. And these
2: two were expected to do some sort of a boys to men esque uh, a rendition of a WrestleMania song.
1: Well, I was disgusted because I much I, I prefer New Edition.
2: Yeah, and I'm I'm just sick of seeing this match at this point. Well.
1: Luckily for you, Brett, they're going to add one extra guy for the next uh, three weeks or so.
2: Oh, great. Yeah. Love it. Love
1: it. Oh, coming up now, I know we said the main event should the have been... The main event! The main event! I know we should have said the main event should have been the triple threat, but the real main event was actually quite a snooze fest. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, no, I shouldn't bury it. I. It had some exciting moments, like, uh, and, um, uh, also
2: the, the, uh... Oh, wait, you're forgetting uh, about...
1: Oh, uh, there was this guy in the bar who said something really funny, but I think that was about the U.S. Open. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, for one, I like that Big Show comes down to the ring and he doesn't scare a child by trying to give him his hat anymore.
1: I think what he should do is force that hat on people now. On, yeah, I know, on I know. Kids. Now that he's a bad guy. Yeah, that would be a he great should heel move. He, should take, he it. should take it and then he should force it on their head mm-hmm. or force it on one of their parents' head. Uh,
2: now that he's a, a heel again, I think he should lose that the weird, you know, Feces stained oh, the, camouflage, the, the, the mud, uh, yeah. the mud skin marks on the yeah, suit.
1: Yeah. Again, I you seem to want to take the grossness and the ugliness out of wrestling, and I think that's what makes heels so just so nasty. Is you need that element that makes you go, ah, I've got a terrible taste in my mouth. Just looking at that, <laughs> I have a terrible taste in my mouth.
2: Uh, yeah, and. and Whatever. I mean, it was the guy that's not champion versus a guy that can barely move. It was as good as it could be. And
1: uh, I mean, Laurinaitis and Vince McMahon both came out, and I wasn't sure what they were doing there. I mean, was it like it was almost like watching two uh, white slave owners talk about
2: their (laughs) land? Like it was really unimpressive to me. I'd seen and a little uncomfortable. (laughs) uh, uh, John (laughs) Cena, Big Show had, you know, wrestled within the last couple of years. I've seen uh I've seen Cena seen give big show the AA before. I've seen him beat him before. I've seen him body slam. Haven't him you said, there's been cage yeah. matches before yeah, yeah. also, right? So this match was... the
1: stipulations couldn't change the what we've already seen. Right, right. Yeah. And
2: we'd seen it recently enough to where it, it was like okay. All right, he's not going to get him on the first time, but he'll certainly get him by the third time into that AA. So uh, what I wasn't expecting was all every jobber in the locker room to come down and get involved at the end that wasn't in that four-way tag match. Again, that's yeah. what
1: makes this pay-per-view so exciting was that everybody got to come out of, that, uh, out of the back.
2: The prediction's coming right now. There might be a massive layoff coming pretty soon, <laughs> and this was like a little Christmas bonus, a pre- Pre-summer bonus for all the wrestlers that won't be making it to SummerSlam.
1: You heard it here first, Mm -hmm. to which you will also hear first, we're sorry if we've damned you. (laughs)
2: Uh, And also the big announcement that the world was waiting for is that Lesnar Triple H Is looks like it's scheduled for SummerSlam.
1: Uh, the, well, Lesnar hasn't responded yet. Triple H decided to forego all court proceedings and settle it in a ring, which I think is perfectly legal.
2: He is just like us, though. I yeah. mean, did, he's only doing what he wanted to do. He didn't want to have a job, but now look at him. He's now I've got to take that. this corporate job. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, all in all, I'd say it's a good show, and I and I missed uh, the first three things things and the Brodus Clay David Atunga match I'm sure was uh, how
1: was. many stars out of ten hands or whatever out of ten
2: like. hands I'd give it four stars
1: you heard it here first guys
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right uh, Scott and Steve back to you this is Steve and Brett signing off bye Scott <laughs> thank you Stephen brett no, that, yeah uh, not bad uh
0: yeah not bad at all uh so many thoughts and feelings were you guys holding hands while you guys were talking about all that no stuff?
1: but uh we were sharing a single mic so we were sitting next to each other like we were on a roller coaster like we were huddled in like what would you consider a mini cooper that's m-i-k-e right um yes a single mic we were trapped in one guy named mike yeah that yeah. makes sense
0: uh all right well to close out today uh you know, there's there's a lot of stuff going on with uh, with WWE and TNA. There's these lawsuits that are happening, and I thought maybe we could get some clarification. Uh, I know we're at the end of the show, but maybe we could call up Sting. We're good friends with Sting here at the show, and maybe he could shed some light on what's going on. So I think well, we should give him it. a call right now.
1: Uh, you know, I don't ask him anything too weird, because he always sort of goes off the rails. Like, he always well, makes me uncomfortable. I, I'm going to keep it pretty simple for him. All right, okay. Oh, here we go. Hello? Hi,
0: Sting. It's uh, Scott and Steve here at Curtain Jerks.
1: Hey, guys. I gotta keep it quick. I have to run out the door. I've gotta shave a goose. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, all right, well, good. Oh. I'm glad you're shaving gooses again.
1: A lot of people pluck them, but I like to shave them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Title picture. Fair enough. Uh, hey, there's
0: there's a lot of rumors going around about WWE is, is suing TNA, or TNA is suing WWE over talent and uh-huh. wanting to get Ric Flair. Cause uh-huh. People are wondering, was Ric uh-huh. Flair
1: fired or did Ric Flair quit? Oh, you're calling me for the inside scoop, huh, guys? Yeah, we're some calling Some innuendo, some... Some rumor mongering? Some Kenny-donisms? Uh, well,
0: we talked to Kenny a little bit earlier on the show, in fact.
1: Oh! How, how's he doing? you you, you talk about me? Huh? Uh,
0: well, no, For he didn't mention today, you buddy? at all. No? He's not the goose you're gonna go shape, is it?
1: Oh! Oh! No promises, guys! Okay. <laughs> no promises! Alright. <laughs> Ric Flair's been having a bit of trouble, you know? And a lot of people think that he's jumping ship or that we fired him out of a cannon, but I guess the best thing you could say <laughs> is, at least he's alive, right, guys?
0: Well, true, but he's no longer with TNA, right? Uh, what happened? Who, did did you fire him? Did Hogan fire him? Did Dixie fire him? Or did Ric Flair just leave whoa, on his own whoa, accord? Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 Let me just say, to be completely clear, clear as a crystal pond on a muddy day, I, I did not fire a Ric Flair. But I was in the room.
0: You were in the room?
1: Yes, I was hiding underneath Dixie Carter's desk, painting the underside of it.
0: <laughs> well, what happened?
1: Well, it's a nice burnt umber now.
0: All right. Well, since we're not going to get info on what happened with Flair. Uh, oh,
1: Dixie Carter fired Flair. Oh, is that okay. what you wanted to hear? Yeah, that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah, she fired the hell out of him. Bro.
0: Oh, well, thanks. The guy's a
1: huge financial sinkhole.
0: A, a sinkhole?
1: Yeah. I mean, he draws, but what is he going to do? Sell t shirts? It's not like he's going to wrestle.
0: Uh, well, it just you like seem to he doesn't him. want to. He does.
1: No, Spike TV executive said they didn't want his naked body on the air.
0: What do you think about that?
1: His naked body? Yeah. I guess you could say it's like an old Greek god filled with hams, but still chiseled.
0: Well, how would you describe your own body's thing?
1: My own body? Yeah. It's like an old Sumerian god that's full of ham and chiseled. <laughs>
0: well, all right. Well, one last question for his thing before we wrap up.
1: Hit me with it, Scott, man. Okay. Hey, how are you doing out there, Steve?
0: <laughs> What's, uh, i I don't want to talk to him he's really making me i i call. understand i'm just gonna one last question why don't
1: you say something yeah
0: well uh matt morgan ah! is that your is that your crow yeah or your raven I'm i not thought really it was sure. a
1: goose but it's actually a raven
0: oh well that too you got a lot of birds man
1: yeah i guess you could say i'm a regular avian bird flu
0: i suppose so <laughs> remember
1: that problem i do the i Asians might have terrified. it terrified
0: <laughs> well i'm terrified too i'm a little sick
1: Hit me with it, Scott. What do okay. you got for me? Well,
0: buddy? with all these lawsuits, it's it said that uh, WWE has claimed that they're not seeking TNA talent, which would put Matt Morgan in a bad spot.
1: I guess you could call him in up Shit Creek in a tiny boat made of shit. Well, that's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> who's probably sinking? I
0: I assume he is, because what's he gonna do?
1: You know, I guess you could say here at TNA we have an open arms policy. Not an open door, but an open arms policy, which is wherever anybody is falling, we'll catch them. Here I, at TNA.
0: Well, thank you so much, Sting. That's good Ready to know. Pretty
1: impact. What are we calling it nowadays?
0: <laughs> I don't know, Sting. You're going to have to let us know next time we talk to you.
1: Bye. Have a good weekend. Merry Christmas. It's
0: not Christmas. It is summer. God, just hearing his voice makes me sweat. I Hey, it's it, he's an intimidating guy, but that was another episode of Curtain Jerks here on the Comedy Podcast Network. We got to wrap up here, so uh, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com/backslash Curtain Jerks again on twitter.com backslash curtain jerks send us your hashtag jerk tweets every week and we'll read them on the air also go to youtube.com backslash curtain jerks and listen to us we are now on stitcher you can check us out on stitcher listen to us on the comedy podcast network.com and listen to us on itunes and be sure to rate and review this show if you listen to it there that helps us out a tremendous amount um Steve, uh, and oh, go to no,
1: Audible. No, no, go ahead. You yes.
0: Ask me something. Uh, well, know. no, I was also going to mention go to audible. com and get will. your free trial I'm going to
1: go to Audible. I'm going to Audible. Ah, what's happening? To my voice. Ah, uh, oh. I got you sick. <laughs> oh, it happened already. Uh, avian bird flu, everybody. Wait, hold on. <coughs> ah, I just brought up Audible on my computer, and I feel much better.
0: There you go. So everybody, go to audible. dot com uh, backslash comedy podcast network for your free book. And uh, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. See you next week.